Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We are on page Tuf Chof Vav, um, toward the bottom. In fact, the, uh, we're on the end of the, the uh, third line from the bottom. We've been discussing um, these various levels, various categories of Evid, specifically uh, the ca- category of Aveda, which is love motivated, motivated by Ava. <clears throat> and there are three basic general categories that the Rebbe described. We have the category of the Oyev, the Oyev and the Nev, the person who, the lover and the beloved. We have the category of the Eved Nemon, the faithful servant, and we have the category of the Ben. All of these three individuals are engaged in intense selfless service of someone else. Uh, all of them are engaged in the service because they are motivated by love. There are distinctions in their service and their distinctions in the nature of their love. The Oyevenev, the Oyev, is motivated largely in a, by superficial things, by, by giluim, uh, by acquisition. In other words, a person loves another person because he benefits from that other person, he receives from that other person. For example, the Rav and the Talmud, the, the Talmud is uh, passionately devoted to his Rav <clears throat> because his Rav has something to give him, his Rav has, has wisdom. There's a because. The uh, Eved Nemon, does not have this problem. He is devoted to the Odun, the master, because he's very, it's not a matter of what the master has to give. It's a, master, a matter of who the master is. This Eved Nemon has a deep, profound grasp and understanding the very essence of the ilui, of the superiority, of the magnificent transcendence of the essence of the master, and has attracted him completely and totally without reason, without the thought of receiving, without the thought of benefiting. His only desire in life is to be close to the master, to serve the master, and to bring the master delight, to bring the master tainum. That's his whole passion, his whole life, his whole being. He thinks not at all of himself. He does not think of receiving. He does not think of benefiting in any way whatsoever. He's, he's a servant of his master, completely and totally, 100%. 27, what do they call it, uh, 724, 24, 7, whatever. He is uh, a absolute, his devotion is, is absolute. <clears throat> then there's the Ben, the son and the Av, the son and the father, um, uh, who, like the Eved Nemon, is bound up completely and totally to his father without any thought whatsoever of personal gain or benefit. Um, the relationship of love is an absolute one. He loves his father. The love of the father is complete and total. Uh, it has an advantage over that of the Eved Nemon in that the love is, since his, he is so close to his father, after all, he's his father's son. He's an extension of his father. His very etzem is from his father. So therefore, the attraction is an absolute one without any, uh, without even a hair of, of interference or, or any um, any obstacles whatsoever. Uh, it's complete, it's absolute. The advantage is the absolute nature of the love. It's even more absolute than that of the Eved Nemon. In that sense, he is an advantage over the Eved Nemon because it's truly Uh He has a disadvantage. The disadvantage 
is that uh, it's not his. It's something he inherited. Uh, by virtue of the fact that he's his father's son, uh, his attachment of etzem is from his own etzem. This is a natural, normal uh, relationship of etzem to etzem. Uh, and the love really is uh, it's an inheritance. It's, a, it's his father. It's, it's, it's he as an extension of his father's essence. And therefore, it's not something he had to work for or something he had to accomplish. In the case of the Eved Nehman, <clears throat> he generated himself. How? Through knowledge, through understanding, through Yediyah Vahasaga, but Yediyah Vahasaga of an incredible order. Yediyah Vahasaga, not of qualities and properties such as wisdom and kindness and goodness, but Yediyah Vahasaga in Etzem, the Etzem Ilui of the Odin, is in some way perceivable to the mind of this Eved Nehman. It comes through knowledge. And this knowledge then uh, leads to a, a love which is, knows no, of no uh, interference, no breach. It is absolute. It's a love of etzim. It's a love. His, the Eved Nehman's love of the Odin is the Odin Atzma, not things that the Odin has or qualities that he, um, he exhibits. So there are differences. <clears throat> there are, are um, the, the, there are uh, advantages, uh, and perhaps one might say disadvantages to each of these each of these levels. <clears throat> Certainly, the eye of Nev is on, on the lowest level, but between the Eved Neman and the Ben, well, the Ben has an advantage of true of a, a love which is an hiskashus, which is atzim batzim, truly and absolutely. The uh, Eved Neman, that's the Ben. The Eved Neman has the advantage of his love, which is a love of Etzem, in fact, is self-generated. He something he worked on himself, something he produced for himself, which causes great Tainug. So there are these levels and distinctions. Uh, the Rebbe took us a step farther. When we talk about Ava, we talk about the concept of Avoida, Skashos and Avoida. Even the Eved Neman, who serves without any thought whatsoever of personal gain, Absolutely, it's, and this is truthful. Any thought whatsoever about personal gain doesn't think about himself at all, has no interest at all in himself or in his growth, his developed spiritual, physically, however you want to look at it. He's totally bound up with the master, and his whole life is giving delight and tainug to the master. But the Reverend pointed out last time, well, they're not quite so absolute. The reason being that love, ava, is an emotion. It's almost impossible not to feel the self in some way when you express love. There is, after all, a lover. Uh, and um, even in the case of the Eved Neman, the Rebbe pointed out that uh, there are shinuim, there are changes, there are fluctuations. There are fluctuations in the, his awareness of the Hiskashus, in his awareness of the Ilui of the Odin, sometimes are better than others. In terms of what he does for the Odin, there are differences. Um, the Odin, the, the Eved, his role and job is to completely and totally serve the master. How? By bringing him Tainug. Now, there are certain jobs or certain tasks which he has, <clears throat> which clearly the Odin wants. Um, the Rebbe used the example of chopping wood as opposed to serving him a fine wine and a beautiful glass. Um, the Eved does not have the same attitude toward these two jobs. Uh, again, the point being, what is he bringing to the equation? What is he giving? What is his, what is his gift? What is his connection? What, is, what can he provide for his master? Tainug. 
And although the master certainly wants the wood chopped, uh, the level of tainug, at least that exhibited by the master, is not the same. The serving the fine wine is a, is a task in which the tainug is visible, is obvious, is clear. So he makes distinctions. The Eved Nehman has distinctions in his mind as to what will bring more tainug, what will perhaps bring less tainug. <clears throat> and of course, there's the fact that the Rebbe brought earlier that um, the Ben uh, wants the father's wants to be fulfilled absolutely and totally. The Eved wants to fulfill the Odin's wants totally and fully. In other words, he, he's part of it. He wants to do it. He, he, the, for the Ben, it's sufficient. It doesn't matter who does it. As long as the father is content and happy. For the Eved Neman, the Eved Neman wants the father to be content, the Odin to be content and happy, just like the Ben, um, preferably through the, his own agency. So there are ups and downs. There are shinuyim. There are changes, minor though they may seem. Uh, nonetheless, they're there, and therefore there's a certain element of absoluteness, of absolute truth, which is missing, which must be missing by virtue of the fact that the motivation is love, and love, after all, no matter how you look at it, no matter how intense it is, ava rabba, ava batanugim, is soif kol soif, an emotion. Uh, uh, therefore, it's emes lamita is not something one is going to arrive at through, through an emotion. Okay, so we go to the um, third line from the bottom. The first word on the line is lasois, kiyam tzarech lahaskil. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we ended vagam oisa es avoide shaloi There's another thing here. The Eved Nehman, uh fills his uh, fulfills his job through seichel through seichel in knowledge. Masha Eved hazem matzliach b'avodosayhu mishnei taimim. The the way that the Eved uh, Nehman is successful. He is a, an Eved Matzliach. He is successful in everything. Uh, the Rebbe says because of two essential reasons. Mitzad Oitzim Hiskashra Shloi. Number one, certainly by the very essence of the Hiskashras, which is the sine qua known for the condition of being an Eved Nehman. That's the basis for everything, the foundation for everything. Shinoisen Nafshay Mamish. He gives himself over totally, completely, uh, in an undistracted, uninterrupted way to the property and the the uh, um, the, the uh, things that the the Odin is in the Odin's rishus that the Odin owns. He's more concerned with the Odin's the Odin's uh, property and the Odin's uh, uh, possessions. Than the Odin is. He's he's obsessed with the quality of the Odin's rishus, uh, the Odin's palace, the Odin's uh, uh, pertinences in the palace. Whatever the Odin owns, this man is obs- concerned with far more than the Odin is. The Odin leaves it in his hands. He's Eved Nehman after all, and therefore he, he knows that he can bring Tainuk to the Odin by bringing whatever the Odin has to a elevated state, an advanced state. Of beauty and joy and pleasure for the sake of the Odin. He thinks about everything. He thinks he's, there's a certain um, 
object or a certain behavior or a certain uh, event that the Odin uh, potentially will delight in, he concerns himself with finding a way to maximize, to do it in the best possible way, to polish that glass in a way which it's never been polished before, to serve that wine in a way in which it's never been served before. He uses his imagination, he uses his intelligence. And first of all, what he, he has a deep, deep understanding of what will bring Tainug, what will bring more Tainug, what will bring a little bit less Tainug. And he has a, a, a tremendous knowledge and understanding and appreciation of how to go about um, behaving in such a way or serving in such a way that that Tainug becomes actual and real. like this, He is, Hashem makes him, gives him Hatzlach. He is Matzliach. Um, the Rebbe gives two examples. Uh, one example, which is really two, Ukumaybi Yosef Eitzel Potiphar. He was a Eved Matzliach, Ish Matzliach, in the house of Potiphar. He he did everything, and he did everything in such a way that that um, it was beyond what Potiphar would even have imagined or wanted. Uh, he was given Hatzlacha. Uh, later, when he was a servant of Melech Mitzrayim, he was the viceroy of Egypt. Same story. His service was so was one about so outstanding. He had hatzlach and everything. He was given hatzlach and everything. This was a gift from God. Um, it came through his uh, seichel and his uh, understanding and knowledge of what is to be done and how to do it. Well, that's wonderful. Well, I mean, how can you do better than that? How, how you're an Ishmatzliach, you are a, an Eved Mamish, you, you have a love of Etzem, you have an understanding of Etzem, you, you are, you're a treasure there. Who else in the world is like you? You, you? What you can do for your master, and one considers the Nimshal, what one can, such an Eved can do for his master, the master of the world, to, to make his palace, which is Seder Shtalshels, glow and shine and gleam with, with Eudos that Hashem is Baruch himself that hasn't even uh, uh, bothered himself with or troubled himself with. This is someone absolutely special. You avoid it and it's hard to imagine anything beyond this. It's hard to imagine anything greater than this. Uh, the Rebbe says, Yevshar Shaloi being that is, it is an avoider, and there's hishtatfus of the evid. In other words, the evid counts. The nature of the evid, the mindset of the evid, the attitude of the evid, the whatever the mood of the evid is, the evid is a collaborator. He, at the end of the day, because this is an avoider based on love, there is, after all, a lover, and lovers change. Um, not uh, obviously in any way of defect or, 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 or anything which is truly uh, disruptive of the relationship. But nonetheless, he's, he plays a role. There is a him. I guess that's the best way to put it. After the end of the day, what with all the bittel and all of this gashros and all of the ava, soif kol soif, there is a him. And that once there's a him, there is our... Uh, the, there's the possibility of change because people change. It's impossible since there's hishtatfus of the Evid that there, there cannot, it's impossible there should be no change, that it should be absolute, constant, and eternal. Now, I know we've described it that way in the past. The Rebbe has described it that way in the past. Uh, but again, we have to look at this in a very nuanced way with a certain amount of sophistication 
and the subtlety which Hasidus always demands. And we have to see, yes, in reality, he, he's an Eved Neman. He will, never, he will always be an Eved Neman. He will always be Mukusher, Mamish, to the Odin. And the Skashras will always be, uh, in a general sense, and in a way anyone would think of as being absolute and, and, and uh, constant. But within that absolute and constant, there are little Shinuyim which occur, because after all, he is still him. Ulepiamim, Eino Mishochim, there are times in which uh, he's not the mind isn't working so well. It doesn't doesn't dawn on him. He he loses sight of what will bring delight to the Odin. He, he's not the the brain isn't doesn't always isn't always the same. It's it's there are there are top, there are periods and there are periods. He he misses the absolute truth of some Indian which is essential to a perfect Avoided. Something he hasn't grasped. There's something he missed. Mitzad Seho. Rebbe gives a fabulous example. Uh, uh, Who can we think of the greater than Moshe Rabbeinu? Nobody. Moshe Rabbeinu is the, is it? Moshe Rabbeinu, there, there never was and there never will be someone on his level until Mashiach. Shohayu Eved Namon. What was my Shrevenu? He was an Eved Namon. His love was absolute. He served with love. He served with an absolute love. Uh, and he was the ideal, perfect example of what an Eved Namon is. Uh, and all my house. He is Namon. In other words, there, there's no. No alterations. There's no um, there, there's no periodic changes. There's no fluctuation. There's a consistency, a constancy of love of his kashras, and that's what the Eved Neman is. And Allah has come the Eved Neman who happens to be Moshe Rabbeinu all of the Shalom. Ah, Mikol nonetheless, Ksiv Yan Loi Haman Tembi, because you did not believe in me. Oh. Moshe Rabbeinu was not allowed to go into Eretz Yisrael. He was not permitted to go into Eretz Yisrael, despite the fact that that was his, his, his great yearning and desire. Why? He made a mistake. He made a mistake with what? With a stone, with a cellar. He did not fulfill the kavana. He was supposed to talk to the stone, uh, and it will bring forth water. Instead, he hid it, uh, brought, brought forth water. Um, there are many Mephorshim on It's very, very hard to understand exactly what he did wrong. Um, nonetheless, um, it was a move. It was a, 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 a behavior, which was a mistake. His, he, he wasn't up to par. He wasn't up to the the chacham, the 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 chachma, and the seichel to understand exactly what Hashem Isbarach had in mind. To understand what exactly would give Hashem tainug. As the whole point of the Eved Neman is, he uses his mind, his imagination, his seichel to understand what is the uh, way of providing of, of what the, but the tainug, what the pleasure that the Odin w- would truly delight in is, number one, and number two, how to do it. Something went wrong. Now, it's, again, very hard to say that because we're not exactly sure uh, what exactly went wrong, but certainly the fact is something went wrong, and Hashem says, because you didn't believe in me. Well, when you're on a level of Meshur, you're judged to that extent. When you're Nevid Neman, 
then anything, the slightest thing that is not necessarily perceivable by anybody else, is uh, problematic. So the Avinamun is, is not perfect. The Avaita is not a perfect Avaita. There, there, there are possibilities for uh, imperfection, or for imperfection is a very strong word, uh, not imperfection, but for change, for weaknesses, for flaws, for vulnerabilities is better, perhaps. Of Lavaitis ha Eved Pajat. Now we go to the Eved Pajat. Um, his Avaita is absolute 24 hours a day, 7 days a week absolute, totally given over completely and totally he has no self, he has no interests he has no desires and no wants everything is in the service of the master <clears throat> but it's not due to love and it's not due to his kashras, which is motivated by love ki im mitzad hayira it is a product of yira, of fear, of awe. In this case, there is no histatvus. There is no partnership. Because there is no one to be a partner with. Uh, he, he, there is no him. In the case of the Eved Nehman, uh, all, all's for the boss, no question about it. But there is a delight in it. There is a delight in serving the boss. There is a delight in being an Eved Nehman. Um, the, as the Rebbe pointed out earlier, he's not looking for diluim in his own neshama for, for receiving uh, 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 any form of reward or credit or, or spiritual elevation of any sort whatsoever. But nonetheless, it's there. And nonetheless, the ava, the ple- there is a pleasure. You cannot say there is no pleasure. There's a pleasure. There's no particular pleasure. Let us say the pleasure in being close to the to the Auden. He feels it. That's what draws. He's drawn. Love draws him. It's makusher. That's the force. The, the force of the hiskashos is this absolute love, which after all came through his own his own yedia, as the Reb said earlier, um, and and therefore there is this. Uh, I don't want to use fabricated. Also sounds n- negative. This. Um, Synthesized relationship of perfect service. The Evid Pajit has none of this. He has no love, he has no Askashras, he has no Tainug. He, he is truly not interested in anything because he doesn't have anything. He has neither the 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 the, 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 the Seichel nor the Midas to appreciate anything in particular in his relationship with the master whom he serves out of complete obligation. Therefore, it, there are no changes. Can, there's nothing to change. There is no emotion which is subject to waxing and waning. In him, nothing waxes and wanes. And a yoke is a yoke. There's no waxing and waning in the yoke. You don't believe me? Ask an ox. Shahavid, Ainimitsius Latsmai, the Evid, I'm talking about the Evid Pajut. He's not, he, he doesn't exist. He's not something that exists in and of himself. Well, we said that about the Eved Nehman also, didn't we? Yes, we did, but it's not true to the same level. The Chas Shalom is not not true. Um, but it's not true to the same level. There is, after all, a lover. There is, after all, a, an awareness of who is being served. In the case of the Eved Pajit, there's no him and there's no awareness. He is literally not a being in and of himself. At all. He's nothing other apart from, separate from the Odin. In other words, there's only one reality in this world, only one reality in life. That reality is the Odin. The Avid Nehman, ah, there's only one reality and there's only one superiority. 
uh, and that is the Odin. Um, but, but I can't serve him. I can bring him Tainug. There is, he is, that's all about him. It's not about me. It's all about him. But there's a certain motivation of, of uh, self in being able to be close and being able to serve and being able to bring Tainug. Again, very nuanced. It's not, not, it's not a simple black and white story. In the case of the Evid Neman, he will use his mind and his seichel to determine what would be the greatest tainug, what would bring tainug to the melech in the, in the finest way, and he will use seichel in order to figure out how to do it, how to bring it about, how to actualize it, make it real. In the case of the Evid Poja, it doesn't exist. He does what he's told. He doesn't use his imagination. He does not use his mind. He does not uh, improvise. He does not create. He is told something. This is what he's got to do. That's what he does. For him, serving the king, the uh, wine and the finest of goblets, and chopping the wood, that's the same thing. King wants this, king wants that. He's, it doesn't, in, doesn't involve himself and what's going to bring more tiny, what's going to bring less tiny. There's no evaluation here. There's no, uh, no shachal v'tariya as to how, what's best, how to do it. He's told that he does what he is told, mitzad bitl, mitzad the, the yoke, mitzad the oil. Ki ba'eved lo yeshrak By him, all there is is doing. That's, he's not, not paid to think, he's, or to feel for that matter, he is has to do, and he has to do well. He has to do what he's told, and he has to do it right. He does only what he's told. He does not improvise on his instructions. He does not add to his instructions, certainly not to delete from the instructions, but he, do, he is not in the picture. He is, as it were, another hand of the of the Odin, he's an extension of the Odin, he will do what the Odin wants, is the way a hand of a person serves their will absolutely and completely and totally, he serves the Odin completely, totally, and absolutely. Therefore there's no Shinu, because there's no him involved in it. There's no Hishtatfus, and therefore there's no him involved in the relationship. He does not enter the equation as a determining factor in any way whatsoever. And therefore there's no change, it's whatever the Odin wants, that's what the Odin gets, period. <laughs> the Avaida never diminishes, it never weakens, and of course it never changes. Every Avaida, no matter what it is, is, uh, as far as he's concerned, all the same thing. Whether the king wants him to chop wood, how does he know? Someone told him. This is what the king, the king sent orders uh, that uh, the, you know, enough wood should be cut for the week. Uh, or whether the king wants a, uh, a, a magnificent glass of wine, it's all the same. It's the same thing the king wants, period. That's all. This is what the king wants. How does he know what the king wants? The king tells him. He's ordered. He's commanded. Um, and that's what he does. Again, subtle distinction. He is not serving for nachas ruach. Now, we don't mean here his own nachas ruach. We mean the nachas ruach of the Adon. In the case of the Eved Nehman, he saw his role and saw his giving of himself, the highest level of giving of himself in providing for the Melech delights and, and, and Tainug that the Melech on his own has not 
has not, has not troubled himself with, has not brought upon himself. He sees himself as delivering delight to the king uh, completely, totally absolutely. That's his life, that's his whole being, that's his connection. The Eved um, Pajot has no, no concept of tithing. He doesn't know what's going to give tithing to the king, uh, and it's not his interest. His interest is in service. His interest is in what the king demands. How does he know what the king demands? Not because he imagines or thinks or knows or is sensitive. He knows what the king wants because he's told. He's given instructions. And those instructions are his life. He, he, his whole thing is simply to serve without, uh, without thinking it through, or I should say without evaluating the instructions he's given. Whatever the king needs, whether it's the fine glass of wine or whether it's the floor to be swept in the closet, by him, exactly the same thing. The king wants this, the king wants that, period. Levels, dargas, giluim, um, uh, effects of no interest in him whatsoever. There's only one reality, the Ratzon of the king, period. This is the idea of the uh, Eved Elikim, as opposed to the Eved Havai. The Eved Havai is the Eved Nemon, who is not struggling with his body, not struggling with his nature, not struggling with the nature outside of himself. He's not struggling. The Eved uh, Hashem, the Eved, the Eved Havaya, is, uh, has a sense of Avaya, has a, has a hergish in Avaya, and therefore his Avaya is with, time, with, with, with happiness, with joy, with disgustus, with love. That's not the case of the Eved Elikim. The Eved Elikim is fighting with every obstacle <coughs> that the Shem Elikim is able to deliver to him. Shemakab The only way he can do it, the only way he does do it, is to accept upon him oil mach whether he finds it difficult, doesn't find it difficult, whether it's an easy avoider, a difficult avoider, when it comes to an oil, it makes no difference. Everything is the same. The Ratzon of the Odin is the Ratzon of the Odin. Oil Hashem Mamish. It says, you should serve Hashem uh, with year. Well, so it was Hashem Basimcha. Okay, so now is the dimension of service that is service through Yira. Now again, it's important to keep in mind, it's hard to imagine uh, there are rare individuals who are uh, perfect examples of each of these categories. But what we're really talking about here is a, um, I don't want to use the word theoretical because that sounds not real, but there is a, an, an, an ideal. There's an ideal state of Eved Neman there's an ideal state of Evid Pajot. And that's what we're really discussing here. It's very hard to imagine uh, there are many people who, um, who, who actually personify perfectly these two states of Avaita. But nonetheless, the states are real and require attention. Um, so the Rebbe goes on, Malachim, for example, Oh, they serve. They serve Hashem. How do we know? Shinikri and Mesharsim, they're called Mesharsim. 
we have Birchas Kriyishma, we're familiar with this. Vavodim, they're called Mesharsim, they're called Avodim. Mitzad, oil, Malchushimam. Why are they called Mesharsim and why are they called Avodim? Mitzad, the oil that they are, that is put upon them, that they receive, Sha'alayim, uh, which is upon them. So the, these, these different levels, higher and lower levels of Malachim, are all serving Hashem through the Avaida of Yira and through Kabbalah's oil. As it says, and again we say this every day, uh, each one of them receives upon themselves oil machu shemaim. That's all of them. It's not just certain groups of them. That's all of them receive oil machu shemaim. Um, your fear uh, is on them. So these psukim all come to support the fact that malachim uh, of every stage and every variety are essentially serving out of fear, out of fear, out of the acceptance of the, of the oil, the oil being put upon them. Not exactly that they have a choice in this acceptance because they are unidimensional creations, but nonetheless, they serve by virtue of the, of the oil. They do not serve through, because of, again, it's what is not causal, in their service, may be there. But what's not causal in their service is the hiskashus, the closeness of Ava. They are not close, and they do not, ex- uh, their, their relationship to their creator is not one of Ava. It's one of Yira and one of Bittal. Rak Mitzad Hayira Vaema. Only Mitzad Yira uh, and Ema. Vafilu, Malachim, Shavoidosam Baba. Wait a minute. What about those malachim whose whole avayda is an avayda of ava? Who are such malachim? Very simple. Machnam b'choyl. Machnam b'choyl. All of his, the camp of malach b'choyl. Malach b'choyl is chesed, is rooted in chesed. His uh, avayda is an avayda of ava. The various malachim in machnam b'choyl are dimensions, the, the almost infinite variety of expressions of ava and chesed that, that exist l'mayla, each malach has his own particular way of expressing ava, expressing chesed. Um, for example, machna mechoyel. Ba'ava, they serve in a way of ava. That's who they are. Machna Gabriel, oh, it's another story. They are uh, expressions almost you know, infinite in number. Not quite infinite, but they're you know, huge numbers of expressions of gavura. But machna mechoyel is, 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 is ava, is chesed. So how, do we, how does that fit? If, if the malachim b'klal are serving out of Kabbalah's soil and out of Yira, where does malachim mechoyel fit into the picture? V'hine klolos avodisam hu metzad yira davkim. There says, even so, the, in general, the totality of their avodah, the overall concept of their avodah, is one of Yira. Well, how do we resolve the paradox? Malach Mohail still is Ava. His, his, they're all expressions of Ava. How is it possible that, on the one hand, they are Ava, they're created that way, they're made that way, and on the other hand, their service is Mitzad Bittel, Mitzad Yira, Ema, Kabbalah. So how does, how does it work? Think about it for a moment. When we talk about the Eved Nemon, the Ava is the motivating factor. Whatever the Eved Nemon is going to do for the Odin, uh, whatever it happens to be, is motivated. His connection, his Hiskashras, is motivated by this tremendous Ava, this Ava Rabba that he has for the Odin. 
regardless of what it is that he happens to be doing. It's all based on this, on Ava. Here we have Malachim. Everything they do is fundamentally based on Yira, based on Bittel, based on Kabbalah's oil. So now the question is, what do they do? Uh, what does Malach Mechoyl, what does Machne Malach Mechoyl, what do they do? They love. That's their job. It's not their motivation, as in the case of the Eved Nemon, which is motivating everything the Eved Nemon does. It's not their motivation. But that's what they are created to do. Don't forget, they are unidimensional Nivroim. They're not like human beings. They're not like Allah has Kamacham. They're not like Jews who have endless possibilities. Uh, and free choice. They have no free choice. They don't have endless possibilities. A, a malach in the camp of Mechoyl uh, has a personality which is unidimensional and flat. And his job is to express a certain variety of ava whenever necessary. That's what he does. He does it with Kabbalah's oil. The ava is not his, the reason he's serving. He's serving out of fear. He's serving out of Kabbalah's oil. The Ava is his service. That's what he does. That's his job description. The same way in Malach Gabriel, the job description is, uh, is, is Yira, is, is Gevura. So again, this idea of uh, causal, the, the causal agent in terms of serve, absolute service to Hashem, in the case of the Eved Poshet, in the case of the Malachim, it is pure Yira. And therefore, it's not subject to change. It's not subject to any kind of shinui, a weakening, a strengthening, none of the, none of the above. It is absolute. The main thing with the Malachim is Kabbalah's oil Malachim. That's the way they operate, that's the way they're created, that's who they are. It says in Kabbalah, so who, after all, has has is friendly with, has knows, and is, is comfortable with the ways of heaven. In other words, they do what they're told. They are, it's period. It's through no, through no seichel, through no uh, cogitation, through no ava. Only with neshamah sisrael is shayach, inyan hiskashus ava. It's shayach, the concept of, uh, of hiskashus, of love. Why is that? We are children. Now again, we, we are, this, what the Rebbe has been very careful to particularize for us different dimensions, ideal states of various forms of service, various forms of relationship with the Creator. Um, we have to keep in mind that being Jews, we have something of each of these within ourselves. Uh, the extremes are necessary in order to understand the, the, those dimensions as they exist in a somewhat more diluted form in every single human being. But every single Jew is a child to his father in heaven, and therefore Av is a reality for us. It uh, doesn't trump, pardon the expression, does not trump Yira, it's, a, it's another dimension. Uh, Avinu Malkenu. We say it, we're told to say it, it's in the, it's in the, it's in the, uh, in the Siddur, it's in the Machser. We have a relationship of Hashem, of Avinu, which is the love of a child for the father, absolute love of a child for a father. The same love, or I shouldn't say the same love, but we have a, a, a relationship which is no less strong, uh, but to Hashem as our king. He's both. He's our father. He's our king. We are his child. We are his subjects. Um, and this is the, the, the complexity of Avoid of the Jewish people. So we, we are Shaykh. To an avoid of Ava, Malachim are not Shaykh. 
Nonetheless, the Iker here is uh, the avoid of Kabbalah soil. Um, we are children to Hashem in our, our very essence, and therefore the avoida of Ava is something which is shaykh to us. Same thing with Neshamas. There are Neshamas within the Jewish people. Some are, are rooted in Ava and rooted in Chesed. Um, and there are those mitzad oil malchshemaim shalem who are rooted in the concept of kabbalah and concept of gevura. Dikra avodas of eved who shavodasai who oil dafka. The ikra of the avoda of what we are calling the eved now. This is the avoda of the of the oil mamish. Uh, I think we'll we'll end here. Any mitzvah shem continue next week.